welcome to Ear Seat Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and um, I can't think of anything funny <laughs> this week, I don't know. Uh, I should really plan these better. <laughs> anyway, as always, joining me. Well, my name's John, and um, I'm, I'm a bit confused. Um, cause I've, I've just logged into Twitter, and um, there's a dog staring at me. Go to twitter.com. Right. Oh, you mean the website, not the app? The website, yes. Oh, okay, hang on. Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Doge dog! What? Yeah, what's, what's going on? That's weird. <laughs> it's a sign. Oh, probably a <laughs> sign that... Um, the end is near for Twitter, maybe. <laughs> well, that 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 certainly dates the this episode. <laughs> yes, you'll you'll be, probably be able to figure out when we're recording this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anyway, hello and welcome to episode two of our review of uh, the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. And um, this week we'll be covering the second half of semi-final one. So that's from song number eight, which is Switzerland, up until song number 16, 15 rather, <laughs> which is Finland. I can't count. <laughs> um. So, um... We were saying last episode that um, this um, this first semi-final is quite strong, but I also said that um, the first half is a lot more harder to predict because I feel like all of those songs in the first half have at least some chance of qualifying, whereas the second half, I think there's more of a clear divide I think it's fair to say I can safely leave two of these out (laughs) which two I hear you all asking (laughs) yeah now you mentioned that I'm quite interested to find out which those two are I could probably make my guesses to at least one of them but I don't know (laughs) Uh, okay, so are we just about ready to get started? Oh yes, why not? Okay, so uh, let's get on with uh, song number eight in the running order, which will be the first song that uh, we'll be covering. Switzerland. La Suisse. This is Remo Ferrer with Watergun. I don't want to be a soldier, soldier. I don't wanna have to play with real blood We ain't playing now Can't turn around No water guns No, no I don't wanna be a soldier, soldier I don't wanna have to play with real blood Cause we ain't playing now Can't turn around no. Okay, so when I was talking about Croatia in the last episode I said that in regards to Croatia's qualifying chances, I had to spare some of the details for later, and now is <laughs> later. Um, because it's kind of funny that the only two outwardly anti-war songs in the entire lineup are back-to-back in the same semi-final. And in fact, um, shortly after the, the running order came out, I noticed someone said... Uh, oh, how shady is it? They, You have Croatia first, which has the translated lyric, Mama, I'm going to war. And then the next song after that, you you have a song saying, I don't want to be a soldier. And it's like, oh, <laughs> like those producers, you're a bunch of shady, shady people. <laughs> mm, we, see, we see what you did there, producers. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Um, um, I feel like, um, because of that, I feel like the 
both the the qualifying chances of both Croatia and Switzerland are kind of like tied together because I don't think both are gonna qualify. There's even a chance that neither could qualify. I think either one of them is gonna qualify or neither of them gonna qualify. I don't think they will both qualify. And which of the two qualifies, I think, really depends on what kind of mood the televoters will be in. Will they be more in, of in, being more of a like a silly um, satirical mood, just like so, like haha, that's kind of funny. Screw you, um, person I won't name, <laughs> but you, I, I think. Um, uh, a, a certain Mr. We don't want to put in. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're gonna be want to be in a more earnest, more kind of pacifistic, like we we just don't want any more violence kind of mood. So, you know, uh, it really depends on like um, deciding which of Croatia or Switzerland qualify if any of them do qualify is very much going to be dependent on the 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 mood of the audience pretty much um now in terms of the actual song uh, uh it's a bit funny because like i do think it's quite nicely um produced um i can tell that there was a lot of effort put into this song i just really don't like the lyrics I just uh they're just a bit too uh a bit on the nose for me uh is <sighs> you know, I, I don't dislike it but it's just like I, I could I could really do about this um what about you John body bags <laughs> I mean, grot bags I like, but <laughs> very niche TV reference there. Um, uh, I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of episodes of a TV show called Autopsy, which is basically analysing, um, like how celebrities died and stuff like that, and it, it involves looking at their autopsy reports. Oh so, no! Yeah, so it's like I've got that on my mind—the thing of body bags. <laughs> like it's probably not a good state of mind for me to be in. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, not a very cheerful song. Let's just say I think the music is nice. I like the little piano riffs and. Um, the, his voice I like, I like the melody, um, but like you, I have a problem with the lyrics. Um, I think it's a bold choice of Switzerland to go with another male ballad after last year they sent a male ballad and they only got 11 televote points in the semi-final. Whop, whop. Oh, hang so on. A... Uh, where's the... Where's the... Where's... Oh, oh, there <laughs> where's it is. the sound effect? Uh, I think they'll stage the bleep out of this. Yeah, I've seen that um, somewhat. They got um, Sasha Jean-Baptiste's team doing it again this year. Yeah, so if they do qualify, it will be because of that, I I feel. That's that's just my personal opinion. Hmm, yeah. Um, anything else on Switzerland before we move on? Mm-hmm. Hmm. No? Okay. Maybe I should just give this another... There we go. We, <laughs> just... call, we call them water pistols, not water guns. <laughs> um, You can get some water guns that are like, kind of like high power. One's kind of like... um. Yeah, like you pump them up and they just like gush this big thing of water. Um, it's been a long oh, time lovely. since I played with um, water guns, but like I, I remember those. Were they called Nerf guns? Or maybe that's a different type of toy gun, but like I remember those kind of toy guns Nerf. from when I was a kid. 
Well, maybe they should have called the song Super Soaker then. <laughs> that would have been uh, an entirely different song altogether. <laughs> uh, I, I think we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so next up, we got song number nine. Israel. L'Israël. This is Noah Kirel with Unicorn. I'm gonna stand in like a unicorn Out here on my own I got the power of a unicorn Don't you ever learn That I won't look back I won't look down I'm going up You better turn on The power of a unicorn Okay, so, um... I think it's fair to say that um, Israel seemed to be going full guns blazing this year. I mean, they're sending like one of their biggest stars at the moment. Like this mm-hmm. is basically like their equivalent of us sending someone like Dua Lipa or something. <laughs> That's how big yeah. of a deal it is. And I think I've heard somewhere that their budget for the staging this year is rivaling that of Sweden which is uh, yeah which is um I'm expecting like a big spectacle uh, this um this song I I definitely think that this song was made specifically for a stage performance like like especially the dance break at the at the end like I like I feel like that's going to like collectively snatch all our wigs when we see it live <laughs> like if it's anything like the dancing she does in the video that is gonna be like like yes lay all all day not long kind of thing <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to say um yeah but yeah i enjoyed the song um as far as like standard pop diva up-tempo bangers go i think this is a pretty good attempt and um it has some interesting um, musical tunes. Tunes, tunes. It has some interesting musical tunes, like um, like so it doesn't like feel like too repetitive. So like it, it kind of keeps you engaged throughout the song and stuff like that. But at the same time, it still feels cohesive. So um, yeah, I'm. Um, quite looking forward to seeing how this turns out on the stage and um yeah what do you think john yeah it's taken me a little bit of time to get fully on board with this song like the song the part of the song that you played in the sample just now is probably my favorite part of the song um i think it's got a really good chorus and a really good beat um what is my pet peeve in well music in general of modern day music is um, when it goes to a dance break and it slows right down to <laughs> that is that brings on my complaints so for a while I was like first two minutes great third minute not um, but I'm guess I'm getting used to it and um, you know it's done for artistic purposes it's done to as as you say um, snatch all of our weaves <laughs> i think is the term um i don't really know what else to say apart from um yeah i'm pretty sure it, i'm pretty sure it's qualifying um yeah. but i'm very i'm very pleased i'm very surprised that they're going all out for the win off just so soon after they've recently won because they don't usually win every 20 years <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure about it winning, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to get a pretty good result in the final, I think. I think they would like to win. But what, what, what you want to do ain't necessarily what you're going to do. <laughs> okay, so anything else on uh, Israel before we move on? Yeah, what's feminine, Al? <laughs> ah. Okay, so um, 
there's, there's no there's no answer to that question is there no <laughs> uh that, that 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 might go down with um oximated in terms of um <laughs> niche eurovision lyrics <laughs> Along with um, salad break. <laughs> oh, God. Or the original uh, version, break a leg. Oh, I remember that. I actually remember that. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> Who's spamming that song into ESP 250 every year, by the way? I know! Like... <laughs> Like, there's clearly, like, a group that are just like, okay, let's just flipping troll the vote or whatever. And, like, you know, as long as, like, as long as my faves make it in the list, I'm fine. But it's just kind of like, it does get kind of annoying when, like, much better songs are bumped out because of it. <laughs> I love that we got Planet of Blue in a couple of years ago, though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that was even eligible. Yeah, well, they they included the um, non qualifiers from the nine from the nineties. So yeah, huh. and um, it's really weird because I remember umming and ahhing between whether I should give it ten points or eight points, <laughs> and in the end, and in the end, I gave it ten, and it got in to the. ESC 250 by one point. <laughs> so I, li I like to think that um, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's move on now to song number 10. Moldova. La Moldavie. This is Pasha Parfini with Soir Leche Luna, which means sun and moon. Rock is just hypnotic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Moldova, you delivered every single year. I was I was so pleased this one. Um, and it's really good to see Pasha back in the contest. Yeah. Um it's good to see a song in Romanian. It, and it's not the only one with I think, which I think is never has that happened before? I don't know. I think it I hasn't, but so we might need to double check. Yeah, some someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, I just I just really enjoy everything about it. The the ethnic styles, the guy playing the flute. Um, it's just it's just epic, and it's just everything. Yeah, I really enjoy this too. Um, however. I'm a little bit concerned about its chances. Maybe I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, um, like, quite a few people consider this quite a likely qualifier, but I, do I don't know if I'm just being really irrational, because... And I'm j my instincts are just being really off-whack. But I'm just a little bit worried because, you know, every year there's, you know, at least a few songs that try to rip off the previous year's winner. Um, we didn't really oh. get that to the extent that we usually do this year. I think this is the only real kind of song that's you could say is somewhat similar to Stephanie, but... Mm. And and usually those kinds of songs end up bombing, so I'm just a bit worried that uh, I, 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 I I would love to be proved wrong because you know you know having Pasha not qualifying this time around would be gutting because I really like this song and I really liked his 2012 song, 
that I, I don't know, I just got this really bad instinct that this might be the shock non-qualifier of this semi and I, I, I'm hoping I'm proved wrong, I'm hoping I'm proved wrong, so um... I hope so too. Yeah. <laughs> with, all, with all due respect, obviously. Yeah, of course, of course. Um... Oh, sorry. Dog's going nuts because uh, my mum's um, medication alarm has gone off and, um, yeah, the dog basically goes nuts whenever, like, a doorbell rings or the phone rings or anything like that. So. <laughs> it's all right. You can barely hear it. <laughs> ah. Okay, so um, shall we move on to the next song? Well, it's a pretty big one. <laughs> Oh yeah, brace yourselves. <laughs> Song number 11. Sweden. And that's you, Ed. This is Lurian with Tattoo. No, I don't care about the Fanboy, you start. <laughs> well, be before I get into a, a, ram a long ramble about um, Lorene, um, it's really weird because we haven't even done um, Euphoria yet. I know <laughs> on, this on this podcast, <laughs> but here we are um, with um, Eurovision's Lorene and her second um, Eurovision song. Now then, there's a lot of. It's going to be on a complete personal level for me because there's a lot of full circle moments here happening for me. Okay. Uh, be because um, I was in the audience for her first Melfest try back in 2011, and oh. then, of course, the following year she won the whole thing, and it was at that point I was, you know very set on going to Eurovision if either Sweden won or the UK won um, and of course that happened so 2013 <laughs> so 2013 was my first big um, Eurovision experience and of course um, Lorraine was there to open the first live show um, fast forward 10 years and I was um, also in the audience for Lorraine's first well one and a half performances of tattoo <laughs> um and um yeah now um get to see her again at eurovision 25 years to the day when i first watched eurovision in birmingham on tv i don't know what I'm, i don't know what to say now um hang on <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Beep. as for the song um I remember reading some press reactions saying, once the chorus hits, you just know. And <laughs> I, I, I just knew. Um, this song may end up being my favourite. It isn't at the moment, but it's up there. But it's the song I would like to see win. And I would like us all to go back to Sweden again next year. Funnily enough, when it's 50 years since Abba's Waterloo. Oh, that's a nice coincidence. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, um, I've noticed already there's a bit of tall poppy syndrome going on with this entry because it's currently the bookie's favourite and... You know, mm -hmm. everyone gets annoyed with when it's like, oh, why is Sweden considered a favourite? I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a Sweden fangirl, but, like, I just find the anti-Sweden discourse to be, like, really irritating. <laughs> um, at the moment, it 
feels like this makes the most sense as the pre-contest favorite. I'm completely mm. open to the idea that maybe some other song will come along in rehearsals and completely blindside us, but at the moment, taking into consideration the current favorites that everyone talks about this is the only one i can see doing really well in both the televote and the jury because some of the others i won't name them because um spoiler we're gonna be talking about one of them later this episode uh but like a lot of those other favorites i just i just feel like um are not going to be up there in terms of jury to to put it mildly uh, and so like at the moment y- yes this makes the most sense as a winner like i mean uh i'm kind of spoiling what i'm going to say in the in the 2012 review whenever uh, whenever we end up doing that but like in 2012 i was absolutely dead suit convinced that um euphoria was gonna win that no one else stood a chance well this year is kind of like yeah this is kind of the favorite by default but maybe someone will come around as a dark horse but at the moment yeah this makes sense as a winner and i'd be happy to see it win like um I think it was number six in my rankings, so I do quite like it a lot, and I do think it's a very strong song. So, yeah, um, even though it's not one of my top favourites, I would be very happy to see this win. Um, I did notice there's a bit of discourse regarding the staging, because she's got that big box above her, and people are wondering whether or not... um, that's going to be too heavy to have in the arena in Liverpool. And in fact, like a few days ago, I read a tweet. I don't know how true it is, but apparently the EBU and the BBC want to, quote, keep everyone on an even level kind of thing, which sounds kind of um, discouraging, but... Like, even if they can't have the giant box, I'm sure that SVT will come up with something suitable. And it's like, you know, it's not like losing the box is going to completely destroy her chances. I mean, the song's strong enough by itself, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's Laurie and it's SVT. They will come up with something if if they have to make changes. Yeah. No. BBC Health and Safety. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sweden keeps moving between my second and third places in my ranking. Oh. And my favourite keeps changing as well, but um, I haven't put Sweden there just yet. Um, I don't really want to get involved because I don't want to rub people up the wrong way, but I've got a slight um, hot take, and that is that... I think a lot. I think that I'm seeing a lot of people not not really rating Lorene's w- winning chances at all, and I think there's a there's a certain element of, you know, you don't want you you don't want Lorene to win so much that you're willfully ignoring its winning potential. Yeah, like I said, it's the tall poppy syndrome. Yes. That's what that's what I think is happening as well. Yeah. Oh well, what can you do? I mean, like every big favorite experiences this to a certain extent, especially when it's Sweden. <laughs> oh dear, here we are again. Oh, it's like three things are certain in life: death, taxes, and people saying that Sweden are massively overrated. That <laughs> <laughs> we we keep going through this though. A lot of people really not wanting the the big favorite to win, and then it wins anyway. Yeah. So it's. Like, as long as I like the song, I don't really care what wins. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Ah. Okay, so we're ready to move on to song number 12? Yes. Okay, so song number 12 is up next. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. This is Turan Turan X with Tell Me More. Tell me more about me. going to put my tin hat on for a short bit because <laughs> I feel like this is Azerbaijan's attempt at just like not putting too much effort in and basically trying to keep a low profile a lot like they did in 2014 because if you remember what after they were caught cheating the first time in 2013 the following year in 2014 they deliberately toned things down a bit just to kind of like keep not draw too much attention to them and obviously last year they were caught cheating again and i feel like they're doing the same again here but to a far more bigger extent and it's kind of a shame because you know this is actually the first um song since their debut in 2008 where the song is fully written by azeris and it's sad because I feel like it's not because they si suddenly decided to give local talent a try, but rather because they just didn't want to put any effort in. Um, I think the song is quite nice, it's quite cute, but this is by far the most uncompetitive song that Azerbaijan has ever sent, and I'm... I'm pretty confident unless they suddenly rediscovered the power of sim cards this is <laughs> not qualifying pretty this is pretty much the most non-qualifier in this semi-final and um yeah what about you that feels weird say, saying that Azerbaijan the most definite non-qualifier <laughs> Um, the song to me sounds very Georgian. <laughs> um, have they done a Have they done a sneaky swap? Probably. <laughs> uh, if you If you listen to this song without knowing which country it has come from, you would definitely not say Azerbaijan. No. You'd say Georgia. Yeah. And um, I, and do you know what I think that the the sample that you just played there. The chorus was really sweet. Yeah. And I'm I'm really interested to see what they do with this on the stage. Um but it is get it is getting trampled by um the ultimate behemoth that is Lorene. Yeah. And um yeah, I don't see this making the final. Um what I hope is not happening is that it is that I hope it's not um, you know, Azerbaijan's way of saying, well, um, this didn't do well, let's make a silent exit from the contest. Mm, I don't uh, think so. I think they just, like, as I said, they just, because they got caught cheating again, they just wanted to keep, like, want to keep a low profile for a little bit. And then eventually, in a few years' time, they'll probably feel confident enough to make an effort again. Yeah. Well, let's let's see. I mean, I I applaud them for going with domestic talent this time, um, this, for um, singing and songwriting. But don't count on seeing this in the final. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Whoops. Oh well. Okay, so we're ready to move on to song number thirteen. Mm. Okay, let's do this. Song number 13. Czechia. 
eller Chicky. This is Fesna with my sister's crowd. I can't get used to saying Czechia. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to take a few years before I get Czech Republic out of my head, I'm afraid. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to be honest, I haven't really been listening to this song um, very much, so I don't really know what to say. Um, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I like it or not. Um, I appreciate it um, and um, what the group are going for the, and the three Slavic languages along with English, um, including Bulgarian, which seems it seems a shame now that Bulgaria have pulled out of the contest. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I know, don't know what to make of it. I, i need more time to kind of stew with this song, I think. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't dislike it at all. Not at all. Um, I just don't know if it's... Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> In summary, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, uh, this is a song that I wish I liked a lot more than I do. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of like it, but like you know, this kind of song, like I would usually be like crazy over. Like, uh, it's just kind of nice, you know. You know, it's just something about the about the studio vision that's not really grabbing me. I do really like the kind of doll aesthetic that they're going for. I think that's really cute. Um, I've seen a lot of people kind of poo-pooing its chances because of the national final performance, and like I don't really think that's going to be an indication of what we're going, what we should expect in Liverpool, because it seemed to me that national final was very much shoestring budget so it's not like yes. they can do much <laughs> I mean, i'm expecting like a, a lot more of a budget to go into the to their uh, eurovision performance so i'm quite interested to see what they do so um so on that basis like i i really don't know what its qualifying chances are uh, until i see that stage performance um, it's in that stretch of last three songs, so it's got a strong chance because usually the last three songs of the semi-final usually have a really strong chance. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens with this one. Yeah, you you mentioned the ch earlier the chance of a shock non-qualifier, and you think it's Moldova. I think it could be this. But I I also suspect we're going to both be wrong, so... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, so anything else before we move on? No. No, okay. So we've got two songs left to discuss in this semi-final, so not long now. And so next up, we go to song number 14. The Netherlands. Libiba. This is Mia Nikolai and Dion Cooper with Burning Daylight. I'm sorry, I'm just human, I'm losing myself, I'm chasing eyes. I'm burning daylight, I'm scared that I'm falling behind, I'm losing myself, I'm chasing eyes. I think this is lovely, and I've seen people poo-pooing it, um, 
mainly because it's under 120 beats per minute. <laughs> and and um, to those I say, wait for the staging. Because yeah. I think they could, um, maybe not to the same extent, but I think they could pull a common limits and, you know, surprise everybody. Um, I don't really know what else to say apart from the fact that it's just a lovely song. And um, <laughs> these kind of sad songs with the kind of positive twist are really my kind of thing. Um, oh. But you all knew that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I want to get into a bit of rant because you mentioned that people are poo-pooing it because it's a ballad and yeah, like I, I've already ranted quite a lot about, you know, a certain vocal section of the fandom are just like so ridiculously anti-ballad, it's just obnoxious and I'm seeing... I'm also seeing a trend that because the semi-finals are now 100% televote, people think that, oh, televoters only vote for up-tempo songs, they don't vote for ballads, therefore all the ballads in the semi-finals are going to struggle. And that's just nonsense. Like, I've mm-hmm. tweeted that, you know, if that was true, then how do you explain Molly for winning the semi-final in 2007? You know what I mean? Indeed. Indeed. Cornelia. Yeah. Last year, she topped the semi-final. Yeah. Um, in, when was it, 2017, both semi-finals were won by ballads. Take yeah. that. <laughs> And um, when I saw that this was given the prestigious um, penultimate last ballad slot, is I I don't um, I don't really have a name for it, but usually the penultimate slot in the semi final goes to like a ballad that the producers have a lot of faith in. So I was yeah. really really pleased to see that Nanavilans got this slot because I do think this has potential. Uh, in terms of my opinion on the song, I, I, it's not really musically that engaging, but I'm, I find the lyrics very compelling because, you know, it's about I've made some dumb mistakes in my life and now I'm going to turn over a new leaf and stuff like that. And I, I don't think that people might appreciate it. You know, it's a very lyrical song, and um, I. Last night I saw a clip of um, the, the t- them two singing together on, on TikTok, uh, kind of a cappella, and um, they harmonise well together. And uh, even in that clip, they emoted well with the song. So I think there's every chance of this song sounding even stronger live than in the studio version. And uh, of course, uh, the Netherlands are pretty good with staging, so I'm pretty sure they're going to do something cool with this. So um, yeah, I'm like, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this one turns out. Yeah, and I'm not too worried. Yeah, I'm not worried um, either. <laughs> Ballads d- does not equal non-qualifier. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Duncan's back. Yay! Yay! okay um anything else on the netherlands before we move on to the final song let's 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 do it okay so last but by no means least we got song number 15 finland la finlande this is keria with cha 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 I'm still formulating my opinions, so please. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll start, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, um, so this 
it's fair to say that this is the other huge favorite of this semi-final and um yes. yeah i have to um follow the quiet because um this is my number two of the year and that would make Ooh. it my my number one of this semi i mean it's just so bonkers so weird it's Frigging amazing. Like, it's a mix of cha 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 with um, new metal with um, Finnish schlager, and like, it weirdly works. <laughs> like, it's so immediate, so in your face, so catchy. I just can't help but admire it. <laughs> oh, it's just. Oh, it's, it's, it's just brilliant. Um, I, um, I know, I, I, um, I kind of hinted that, um, this is a huge favourite to win, and as much as I love this song, I'm not really convinced. I mean, it did, I, I'm just looking at the, uh the national final uh, results on the eurovisionworld.com and it did win the jury vote um quite comfortably although it only counted for 25 percent but like um an international jury in a national final is a different thing from an international jury in eurovision because you got so many other songs to compete with and i'm not convinced that um this has um the legs to do that well in the jury and um i'm not looking forward to the fan reaction if that happens on the saturday night because uh, if it does do well in the televote like people are saying but i'm expecting this to be kaido times 10 and i'm not looking forward to that um i've i've even heard people think that this might win the televote in in the final and i'm and i'm not really convinced that like i'm expecting this to do well in the televote in the final but i don't think it's got that uh, enough of a broad appeal for it to win a final televote like it, it feels kind of very um nordic centric so yeah uh we'll, we'll just have to wait and see um yeah um have you thought of um something to say john <laughs> i really don't know what to say about this one <laughs> all i <laughs> All I dare say is that I think Finland are heading for their second ever top five, mm. um, which is what what I would what I I want that for them. Yeah. Um, as for topping the televote, well, it's 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 them or Sweden, right? Yeah. As thing as things stand. Yeah. And I keep umming and ahhing about. Who who it's going to be? Is it going to be Finland or is it going to be Sweden? Because I I I don't know. I'm I could be completely wrong, of course, but I feel like Lorraine may have slightly more wider appeal. Yeah. But I could be wrong, and you know whatever happens, I'll just you know I'll just <laughs> sit back and watch it happen. Um. <laughs> I really don't know what else to say. Um, as you say, completely bonkers. A little overwhelming for me at times, but um, we 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 love Karia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he he must be protected. Yeah. Twitter, like I wonder if there's a market for me to sell um Kedia plushies with that um puffy green jacket. <laughs> but I have Possibly. no idea how to make a pattern for a plushie, so I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I might make a drawing that. at least, that'll be quite cute. <laughs> yeah. That'd be lovely. 
Okay, so is that it for this episode? Yes, so my main takeaway was that um, your favourite was not in this semi-final. Okay. <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still trying to work out what it is. Um, I think I gotta guess what your favourite is, but um, we'll just wait and see. <laughs> it was spoiler alert. It wasn't in this semi-final either. <laughs> but as I said, if on on a different day, it might be Sweden. Oh. But as things stand, she's top three. <laughs> that's nice. Okay, so that's it for this episode. So, uh, just uh, feels a bit weird because usually we, you know, do the top ten scores, but we <laughs> of the semi final, but we're not doing scores this year. So it's just kind of like. Uh, feels a bit like a bit of an anticlimax to finish well, the semi-final well, you... like this. <laughs> well, do you dare make a non-qualifier prediction then? Uh, no, I just... I, 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 I don't really have the guts to do like a binary yes-no guess. I just kind of have no. like a scale of like from likely yes to likely no and then it's also a slight yes 50 50 and slight no it's too hard this year isn't it yeah <laughs> let's just let's just leave it <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so um obviously next week we'll be covering the first half of semi-final too so we got that to look forward to next week so uh thank you very much for listening stay tuned and until next time goodbye, goodbye.